Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Most people's default mode when they see excellence or they see someone do something they can't, what's wrong with me? Why can't I? And it's an inadequacy or insecurity. But when you have a growth mindset, when you've done personal development work, you realize the question is what's wrong with me? It's what's the new competency I need to develop to be able to do that? Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. Today's guest is somebody who has single-handedly changed my entire life. Not only was it completely changed when I first started learning and listening to his stuff probably about 15 years ago, but also when this human this year just completely surprised me by inviting me into his Growth Day podcast network. My guest today is the incredible Brendan Burchard. You guys, he's probably at one point touched your life as well, whether it was from his best-selling books, who is 
podcast to his live events. I'm telling you, this human is all about helping you get to the next level. And there were so many times that I thought that maybe he was just really special or gifted or I don't know, you know, those people that you just meet and you're like, they're different. But the more that I got to know Brendan, the more that I learned that this is something that he is learning, choosing and practicing to bring the energy to make people feel like they're the most important special person on the planet with every single person that he meets. And when he walks into a room, he chooses that energy. And this truly, his life reflects the choices that he makes. So he chooses the energy that he wants to be in, which also means that he is attracting all of these incredible things into his life. So you guys, Brenda Burchard is a three-time New York Times bestselling author, a globally respected high-performance coach, and one of the world's most watched, followed, and quoted personal development trainers with over 10 million followers across all of his brands. The Oprah Magazine named him one of the most influential leaders in personal growth. Forbes.com named him the world's leading high-performance coach. Larry King called him the world's leading life coach. Success Magazine ranks him in the top 25 most influential success teachers, along with Oprah Winfrey, Dr. Phil, Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Ariana Huffington, and Deepak Chopra. You guys, Brendan's passion for personal development started after a car accident when he was 19 years old. He goes into telling the story a little bit, and you can also read about the story in some of his books, and you can hear him on a lot of his talks, but the traumatic event led to his belief that the end of our lives, we will all ask, did I live? Did I love? And did I matter? These questions form the themes of vibrancy, connection, and meaning that he weaves throughout his work and practice. You guys, this podcast is next level. If you want to go to the next level in 2023, and you want to know what it's all about, it starts with you and the energy that you are choosing. I know you're going to love this podcast. I'm obsessed with being a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. And you guys, if there is one new thing I'm implementing into 2023, it is using the Growth Day app. Go to the show notes. We talk all about the app in here as well. It is your one-stop shop for truly getting to the places that you want to go to and being held accountable. So I'm using it every single day in the new year to start journaling and tracking and also getting motivational videos from the best people in the business because I got to stay plugged in. You know, I'm all about podcasts. You know, I'm all about reading books, but I absolutely love that I can get these quick hits of exactly what I need. So if you're missing structure in your life, if you just want that incredible community, go to the show notes, go check out the Growth Day app. I'm teaching in there once a month. It's so much fun. The human beings are insane. And you guys, let's get started on this podcast because you can choose how you want to show up today and what you want to attract just through the choices in the energy that you're going to be making when you show up to the thing every single day, whatever that thing is, whether it's your work, whether it's your family, whether it's your relationships, you get to choose. And this is going to help transform every single area of your life. I promise you, we're already doing it in our household. It's going to rock your world. Let's get started. Brennan, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my God, Lori. I'm so nervous. It's going to be so awesome. <laughs> no, I, I can't imagine you get, do you get nervous anymore? This is a question I literally try to ask like all of the people that I may have put on a pedestal in the past or may still be on one. I want to know what makes you nervous. 
Yeah, you know what's so funny? I guess I shouldn't say nervous. I get what I call performance edge. Okay. Which is like there's butterflies and there's energy there, but it's mm-hmm. not stress energy or anxiety or inadequacy or insecurity stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a lot of self-doubt. It's more like readiness and like, like I can't wait. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready. I don't. Has that changed or did you give it a fancier name? Like, do you think the feeling has changed or did you just rename it and now your brain looks at it different? I think one is a demobilizing feeling. Mm. Nervousness and stress can demobilize or discourage. Performance edge is like, I feel the anxious nerves to do this, but I'm kind of excited. Like I'm, I'm, I'm enthusiastic and I feel the proper amount of tension that is mobilizing me to want to do a good job. Like when I'm backstage, right? Anyone would say it's like nerves, but I think when people feel nerves where it shuts them down or makes them feel less than. Yes. Or they feel scared. They feel fear. That's Mm -hmm. one type of nerves. And I think that's demobilizing, discouraging. Mine is more like, like there's, there's an anxious energy to it almost. But in a positive direction, like, I, oh, I can't wait to see how this goes. I know I'm going to be a hot mess, but it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, we're going to have fun. I'm going to get an opportunity to serve. I'm going to get to express myself and live my truth and hopefully help people. And I don't know if I'm going to do well, mm-hmm. but I want to do well. So there's a performance edge. Like, I want to do well, but it's, yeah. it's, the butterflies are flying in alignment, as they say. They're, they're <laughs> the direction to it, not just like, there's a bunch of ravens eating up my inside because I'm terrified. It's mm. more of like, it's a beautiful experience and we're moving in this direction and I hope we do a good job. Mm. So when I see you screaming at your stomach, get in line. I know what that. <laughs> That's right. I know what that That's means so right before you go on stage. Well, backstage, um, like literally, I don't know if anyone can see me, but like backstage, I'm bouncing out the nervous energy. Like I'm literally just bouncing. Yep. And just kind of moving. You'll see me walking back and forth, back and forth and and talking and moving and just trying to, because what often people do, they're nervous backstage because, you know, I've been doing these events for 15 years. Yeah. And I used to do eight seminars a year, four to five days each for 15 years. So an unbelievable number. And I see all I have these guests back there and so many of them make a mistake. They're nervous. They stand in one place. Oh, yeah. Knees lock and the energy would just, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like they tell ladies, hey, don't lock your knees when you're standing and when, when you're at the wedding, you know. Yep. Don't do that because all of a sudden you're kind of like you're that. You're going down. Yeah, I've you're seen it You're going down. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Yep. And so, but backstage people are nervous. And I can always tell the most nervous person because they're most statuesque. They're standing there like this. I'm like, oh, that's going to eat them alive. You got to move that yeah. energy around a little bit. Movement helps deal with those nerves. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm the same exact way. I have to move or I literally think I'm going to pass out. Like I have to move around. And I, I think it's such great advice around pretty much anything. Like if you're working through something that's stressful, if you're working through something upsetting, if you're nervous, like for me, moving has always been the thing, like go for a walk, go move around, go like just, yeah. And don't lock your knees. Like you said, I saw someone go over at a fitness competition. They were standing next to me and she was just locked up like a robot. And I was like, this is not going well. And you know what's happening? Often they're in their head, which is why they're not moving. Uh, When you're in your heart or in your body, you, your body wants to move. Mm-hmm. And what people, when they're doing, they're so stuck standing there stiffly. What is often happening is they're kind of on the merry-go, well, not so merry-go-round of doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they're spinning in their head this one thought that's catastrophic for people. And it's the thought of the phrase of, 
what if, followed by a negative statement. What if they hate me? What if I forget my words? What if I suck? What if people make fun of me? What if this ruins my career? And so it's always a what if statement followed by a negative statement. And that's a very different energy. What that will do is it will spin you. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if and you'll, you'll spin it in your, you'll feel it in your head, like, like this, but then you'll yep. feel it in your stomach. And what's happening, that mind-body connection's happening. The merry-go-round of doubt is going in your head. It's also spinning your stomach acids. They know there's some research. It's literally wow, really? causing turmoil in your gut anxiety. Oh, yeah. And so your gut, it, so all of a sudden you get like, it's, it's almost like the stomach acids and the stress and the pressure starts happening. And you do feel like you're going to get sick. But it started up here in your head. Mm. What if negative things? What if negative, 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 negative? It spun your stomach. And now you feel like you're literally going to get sick. And I've been backstage with people who get sick from the nerves. And it started with their head. Oh, yeah, I have been one of those people, for sure. <laughs> and I can definitely tell you there was something going on in my stomach. I just didn't know what. I love talking about this because what we're talking about today is reaching your goals. And I truly think that it's, yes, writing it down is so important in all the things that we're going to go into that all help you. But if you don't overcome this first obstacle of fear and what you're saying in your head is what if blank happens? Like I can tell you that I was stuck there forever. So I want to know about, for me, I've had to almost accept all outcomes, but obviously that took me so much work to do that. How did you, for someone who speaks all the time, who's always on, like you're a performer, like you really are on stage. Like you, I feel like I've watched you and and you perform in such a way for people to help us understand and kind of like break down our walls. Like how are you able to be so free up there how have you gotten to that place? What have you had to learn to say to yourself in order to be able to be that freely, Brendan, on stage? Uh, I think a big piece about it is learning to take joy in oneself. Well, what most people say is like, at some point, you stop thinking about yourself and you're just there for service. You just want to yeah. take care of people. You want to help them with their breakthroughs and everything else. That's what we're supposed to say, right? Mm -hmm. But the truth is, I'm having so much fun up there now. And I take joy in it. Like I make fun of myself. I'm mm -hmm. geeking out out there. I dork about the topics I love. <laughs> and so I'm literally geeking out in front of everybody. Yeah. And I get paid for it. It's amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> but it started with the same thing as everyone else. I have total terror for it. Total mm. terror. Mm. And what happened was I was, I think my first year in college. And we got assigned to basically read the paper in front of class. Mm. And I went up there and my hand was shaking so bad I couldn't even read the paper. And I did so terrible at it. And I felt terrible and I was sweating. I sat down, I felt like I was gonna die. And then I watched other people get up in there to just do their thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what have I not learned that they have? Yeah. Now notice I didn't say, what's wrong with me? Most people's default mode when they see excellence or they see someone do something they can't, what's wrong with me? Why can't I? And it's an inadequacy or insecurity. But when you have a growth mindset, when you've done personal development work, you realize the question is what's wrong with me? It's what's the new competency I need to develop to be able to do that? What's the knowledge, skill, talent, practice, habit that they have that maybe I could learn from? Mm -hmm. And so I started studying all these great speakers in the past. And I started reading about what they did and what they tried. All of them said the same thing. Write it out, practice it a billion times. Write it out, practice it. You can't skip that. Write it out, practice it. Okay, so I'd, I'd write out the whole speech. And I'd give it in my dorm room in college. I would walk. I have a 
like basically drilled a hole in that carpet, mm-hmm. walking in circles, reading out loud to myself. And then I'd go from two or three pages of the whole speech, and I'd try to get down to one page of paragraphs and cues. And then I'd try to get down like, okay, half a page. And then I'd try to get down like, okay, you know, five big sentences. Then I got down to five words. And then I was able to go up on any stage, anywhere, over a period of time, with just five little words. And then I just learned to teach myself to memorize five words. And over a series of six years of doing that in front of people, full script, half script, one page, no problem. After six years of doing that, trying and trying and trying, practice, 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 get it down. I learned to just speak more spontaneously, Mm -hmm. trust myself. Instead of being in my own head, actually look at people in their eyes and talk to them like they were sitting across the table from me. Mm -hmm. And then I started finding the joy in seeing the ahas happen for them. Mm. And that's what I fell in love with. I was like, oh, I love teaching. And look at, they get so excited about it. And they like this. And then I saw the speaker one time come out to music. And she clapped all the way across the stage. And I was like in awe of her. I was like, how did she just, wow. Because I would stand behind the podium. Yeah. I was like, I need to just walk and move. Yeah. So I started teaching myself just to walk and move across stage. And then one day I said, you know what? I'm just going to go out. And I've been on this progressive development. That's all we're talking about here. That's mm-hmm. all you got to think about for New Year's or any goal attainment in your entire life. It's progressive development. Small steps, a little bit more courage, a little small steps, a little more courage, small steps, a little more courage. And you just build up competency. And one day I said, I'm going to go out there to a song mm-hmm. and I'm going to clap and dance in front of this audience. Mm. Now, for those who can't see me, I'm a kid from Montana and we know like the four step, you know, it's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. That's all we got. And so I was like, I don't know how to do this. And I literally, for maybe three or four of these events, I would be clapping, small rooms, 10, 15 people, 20 people, 40 people, 50 people. And I would, I would go out there and clap with them. And they would always tell me, oh, honey, you're off beat. <laughs> I go, am I? Because I'm watching. So I learned to watch them and see how they clap. And I try to bounce and clap with them. And then yeah. I had this one assistant and she got two, and this is a true story. I, she heard this from someone else in our industry. She got two flashlights. She went in the back of the seminar. This is one of my first big seminars. I think it was like I had 300 people. Like it was getting big. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I have 300 people here. She went in the back of the room, of the ballroom with the two flashlights. The song comes on. I hit the stage and she's beating the flashlights and I'm just watching her hitting the beat with her flashlight to learn how to hit the beat. Not kidding you. This is how small and courageous you have to build up to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I do it and I broke the arena slam last year, which uh, arena slam in the speaking world is a big thing. It means you have spoken, you've keynoted at every arena in North America. Whoa, so there's 72, crazy. there's 72 arenas. It took me 15 years. I, I broke it last year. St. Louis was my last one. And so arenas are usually, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 15, 20,000 people. Yeah. And there's only about 70 of them in North America. And now I've spoke, I've keynoted all of them. I've been the main keynote at all of them. So I went from that kid who literally is shaking so bad with a piece of paper mm. to over a series of years, trusting in myself, doing courageous acts, 
to now, you know, put me in front of 30,000 people. And it's like home up there. It doesn't bother me at all. Again, the energy is there. Yeah. But none of that fear or discouragement that would shut me down. Mm -hmm. You know, I think even just from hearing that, what's so great is just hearing like you, you cannot skip over the consistency. Like you cannot skip over the multiple times of how many times you have to get up there to start feeling confident in yourself. And like, how cool it is to hear, okay, yes, you you start speaking and you start understanding how to do your talk and, and have less notes. But then there's this layer of now I want to clap on stage and now I want to entertain and now I want to, and that all takes practice. Like, look how many arenas you spoke in for me to look at you and go, hey, you're awesome. Like, does that yeah. come easy to you? And you're like, yeah, 2000 yeah. times later, that right. comes easy. So yeah. I think that like people just, see me go in the audience and talk participants and they're like whoa he goes in the audience people stand up he talks to them he coaches them the first time I did that I was mortified he's like what if I don't know how to help this person (laughs) yeah oh my god yeah that would make me so nervous yes you know here's all these hundreds of people paying lots of money to be there and someone stands up and I don't know how to help them but I was like well how am I going to learn if I never learn to do that what's going to come of my career like that's a differentiator and so I do think it's just having the ambition, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about, the ambition to get better, the ambition to serve at a higher level, the ambition to push yourself, because otherwise life gets pretty boring. Okay, so you have like the ultimate energy. You really do. Like you are, and, and I know that that is probably created. So that is one of my biggest questions is you are one of the the people whose books I grab or that I go and listen to when I'm just like, oh, I just, I need like that energy back in my life or I need to get re-excited about something. How do you keep that in your daily life? Because truly, I've never spoken to you when you are not excited and it it rubs <laughs> off on me. I'm like, ah. I don't even know. I'm so excited, but we're just sitting here. It's so great. (laughs) You know, I have this dominant metaphor in my entire life, and this has driven my life for so long. And this dominant metaphor I learned and heard was the, a power plant doesn't have energy. Mm. It generates energy. What a power plant does is is it draws energy from one source, which is of lower utilization, and it actually transforms that energy into a higher utilization of energy, then it stores or transmits it out to the public. That's what a power plant does. It doesn't have energy. It transforms and transmits energy. Mm. And I remember hearing that, I'm like, that's what I want life to be like. Yeah. Because Lori, if you ever came in my house in the morning and <laughs> like you're hanging out with my wife and I wake up and I come out, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm, well, I'm an idiot, basically. <laughs> for, and I kind of wander around. I'm one of those slow to wake up people. Mm-hmm. Like my wife, bam, she's up. She's rocking it. She can do stuff. I kind of, I'm like a nutty professor in the morning a little bit, right? And yep. if I didn't choose to change that, I'd be like that all day. Mm. So I have to run a morning routine that gets me energized and engaged and reminds me like, oh, my energy affects my wife. I want mm-hmm. to be good energy. My energy affects my team. I want it to be good energy. Mm-hmm. My energy makes an impact on people, positive or negative. I want it to be good. It's like Oprah taught her, uh, I had a blessing of working with Oprah, as you know, and one of the mm-hmm. craziest things she told me, and she talks about now about this story, that she had gone into a, a waiting room for 
an interview or something. And there was a sign that said, please be responsible for the energy you bring into this space. So good. Oh, and man. I Can that. I get that sign? <laughs> yeah. Be responsible for the energy you bring into this space. And Can we print them quick for Christmas for everyone? <laughs> I bet it's out there because Oprah talks about it. And I feel like that is a mind-bending idea, just like the power plant mm -hmm. doesn't have energy to generate. You choose to generate the energy of your life. You choose to generate your happiness. You choose to generate enthusiasm. You choose to generate excitement. You choose to generate love. See, most people are like, I wish I had love. It's like, well, generate some. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I wish I was enthusiastic as you, Brennan. Well, okay, sit down and think about the things that you can get excited about today or in the future. Mm -hmm. You have to do the work to generate the energy. But when you do, it's just a whole other level of life experience. I think we have to choose our own attitude. And I learned these things. I, so I know some people are like, I'm, well, you're talking very philosophical, Brennan. No, when I was a 19-year-old kid, I was heartbroken from the breakup of my first love, a girl mm -hmm. I thought I was going to marry. We went to school together and she cheated mm. in the relationship. My whole identity was tied in that relationship. So when that relationship fell apart, I fell apart. Mm. And I fell into the deepest depression, not just couldn't get out of bed, suicidal ideation, mm. planned it, wrote letters. I was in the darkest place I can imagine. Mm. And then I got in a car accident that made me realize I didn't want to die. Mm. I just didn't know how to live. And so I started, I was like, I knew, I, I was like, the car accident was a profound realization of like, I do want to live and I want to love again and I want to matter and do something with my life. I just didn't know how. So I turned to personal development, psychology, philosophy, sociology, human behavior change. I started reading all this stuff because I wanted to be happy. Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to be happy. Mm. And then, of course, later on, I, earn, I learned exactly what you teach. You have to earn that. You have mm -hmm. to do the work to earn that happy. So I learned, oh, I have to choose my attitude. Mm -hmm. I have to focus on positive things. I have to speak goodness into this world. I have to act with integrity. I have to treat people with, like all the simple things we take for granted in personal development. I started doing them because I didn't want to be unhappy anymore. Mm -hmm. But the critical thing that changed me during that time, my entire 20s reading all these books that all said the same thing. You are responsible for your life. You're responsible for your attitude. You're responsible for your actions. You're responsible for how you treat people. Take that seriously and live a good life. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share with you that this podcast, Earn Your Happy, is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone. And I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with, like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing. Like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in. And one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show. You guys, I just had Danielle Canty on of the Boss Babe podcast. She co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends, Natalie Ellis. You guys, you can go check out that podcast on mine. It's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing up 
up in your life, and most importantly, how to prevent it. But I want to tell you, if you have not gone and checked out the Boss Babe podcast yet, go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're listening to the show, chances are that's probably you. You guys, they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers. The Boss Babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly, these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster. It makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone and listened to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys go check out the boss babe podcast you're not going to be sorry and it's just gonna like make you way smarter and you're gonna have way more fun so go check it out hey y'all if you didn't know earn your happy is now a part of the growth day podcast network this is so exciting to me because i have been looking for a really good home for the show for I can't even tell you, years, literally. And now I've finally been able to come together and collaborate with other people who have incredible shows and I want to share them with you. One of the shows is Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. And you guys, if you don't know about the beginning of my career, I literally started with Brennan Bouchard's work. It's how I launched one of my very first online courses and membership sites was because he gives so much advice that you can integrate and implement immediately. And that's what you're going to get on the show. Not just motivation, but you're going to learn exactly how to get your stuff out in the world. And not just that, but Brennan runs in the most incredible group of humans who are really doing the thing out in the world that you want to be doing. So go check it out. Go subscribe to Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. I promise you this is going to be one of those shows that no matter when you tune in, you're going to get value. Like it's not one of those that you're like, God, I listened for 30 minutes and I didn't get what I wanted. Like from the beginning, you're going to get something that changes your life or changes your business. So go check it out. Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. I know you're going to love it. I'm obsessed. I want to know what has generated motivation for you, but also freeing people up to not necessarily have to do certain things that people say are what you need to do. Like have certain things not worked for you? And how how has that changed for you through the years? And how do you start to know when something has stopped working and you're like, I'm going to try something new or, you know, this might have been great for me or meditating or whatever, but I actually don't feel like I need to do it right now. Like what, what does that look like for you? The evolution of like motivating yourself? Oh my gosh. I would say the first and foremost that each day it's really important for me to have that morning routine. I know everyone talks about it, but because the way my brain works, because of the accident and another accident I've had in my life, I've had Mm -hmm. a brain injury. And so 
I kind of have to get myself revved up. Mm. And so in the morning, I start with very first thing is that when I wake up, I do about 15, 20 minutes of just stretch and mobility work. Like I literally hit the ground. I'm doing vinyasa. Mm. I'm doing mobility work. I'm doing jumping jacks, pushups, whatever I need to do to activate my body. Then I spend 20 minutes reading personal development Mm -hmm. every morning because I need that positive mindset. Mm-hmm. I even to this day, I teach it. I still need it. So oh, I read personal same. development. Mm-hmm. I read personal development every single morning, every morning. Then I spend 20 minutes planning and thinking through the day. Not five minutes checking my calendar, not 20 minutes doing social media, not 20 minutes answering emails, 20 minutes just thinking through the day, visualizing, feeling the day. That helps me. And then I'm off to the day to go do it. When I come in the studio, you can't see right off camera here. I have a, I, I call it my battle board which is a big wall of all these goals over the course of this year. Mm-hmm. And I, every morning I stand and stare at it for like five minutes. Cause again, I told you I'm really dumb in the morning. So I look <laughs> at it and I think about each of those goals. And I think about that timeline and I start revving up my brain, visualizing, getting excited about mm-hmm. it. It might be the same thing I looked at yesterday. In mm-hmm. fact, it is, but I got excited. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm doing that. Okay. Hey, that's cool. Oh yeah. I forgot. I'm, oh yeah. I want that. I have to remind, mm-hmm. you have to remind yourself of your ambition and your goals way more than you think. Mm-hmm. You, you literally cannot do it once a month. You have to do it once a day to touch the helm of the future. Mm. If you're disconnected from your future, that's why you're disconnected from a certain energy now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, I have enthusiasm for those things. That's right. Then I do little weird mind tricks. Like I call them, you know, door triggers. Like mm. this door. Every time I walk in this door in the studio here, I walk in, I say, Here enters a happy man ready to serve. Mm, That's good. I walk through that door 15 times a day. (laughs) And so I'm telling, oh, I'm a happy man. Oh, Mm. I want to serve. And so I know that sounds silly, but affirmations like that, Mm -hmm. but trigger to something. Walk through a door, say something to yourself. Or if you're waiting in line, say something to yourself. Or if you're about to start the day, say something to yourself. Mm. Those things are really important. You asked about what didn't work. Was Mm -hmm. all the other stuff. They say you have to do. I think it's more of a collection of things that add to your energy. So those things for me, if I teach this acronym called MEDS, R-X, M-E-D-S, like MEDS, like take your meds, mm-hmm. yeah. R-X, like pharmacy. Right. And MEDS, R-X, meditation, mm. exercise, diet, sleep. That's MEDS, meditation, mm. exercise, diet, sleep. So good. So mm-hmm. many people in personal development. I, I don't remember who came up with that, by the way, but it was out of the mm-hmm. 50s almost. Then RX, positive relationships. Mm-hmm. Not having positive relationships, generating them. Mm-hmm. You are responsible for the positivity in a relationship. And then X is like any supplementation that you might need, which I need for brain health. And so that's it, meds RX. And over a period of time, that just adds up to you feel better. You have more energy. Mm-hmm. And when you have more energy, it exudes from you. Right. You've had those days when you're wiped out and everyone around you can feel it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you had those days when you were just, man, you slept good, you ate right, you felt good, and everyone around can feel that too. Yeah. Well, I've just been trying to feel good and generate good energy for, you know, 16 some years now, mm-hmm. full time. So <laughs> it's just I, I'm now naturally this annoying, but it took a long time to become this happy. <laughs> it took a lot of time to become this annoying and everyone should strive to to be it. It's like, it's literally amazing. And, and I remember you saying that, I think it was at Lewis's mastermind saying that you had those triggers. I adopted that for when I open up Zoom because I feel like Love Zoom that. can be so, Zoom is like, 
people get on and I feel like it's just a bunch of like, we all just look like gray people. Like we're so sad. And I was like, <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be such a sad place. So I always try to be like, ah. I try, but yes, it literally stuck in my head as like, oh, the, the triggers of when you walk through somewhere, how do you want to be? And it wor- It really works. Like it's, yes. it's a conscious choice to be. Listen, I love this. You are earning your happy. Let me yep. replace the word for people. Mm-hmm. You are conditioning your happy. Mm, yeah. Either you true. have routines and activities you are doing that is conditioning a high level of energy, happiness, fulfillment, joy, confidence, fulfillment, or you don't. Mm-hmm. And what happens is so many people are going through life on autopilot, hoping somebody, something gives them that energy mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. spend most of their lives in a very low level of misery that they don't know, recognize is happening. Mm-hmm. Once they develop the habits, and now those habits are flourishing. It's like being around a different person. Mm-hmm. Because every, see, I always tell people, like your energy right now it was conditioned by the last 72 hours. Mm-hmm. So we know that biologically, like your digestion system, right? So what you ate 72 hours ago or what you drank 72 hours ago is affecting you now. Mm-hmm. How you slept 72 hours ago is affecting you now. So that means what the moment we're living in right now, what we're choosing to eat, how we're choosing to move, how we're choosing to act, what we're focusing on now has a residual energetic effect 72 hours later. Mm. Once you connect that what I'm doing now has an energetic effect, now you don't ever say, oh, I feel so terrible today. I don't know why. Well, I know why. Because the last so 72 hours ago, I ate pizza mm-hmm. with a bottle of wine. I stayed up watching a season of Netflix. I didn't actually do this 72 hours ago, but I have. Um, <laughs> there is no mystery to most people's energy. Yeah. They just lack the consciousness to say, what have I done the last 72 hours? It might lead to this. I think of this all the time whenever I'm like, oh, I don't feel great. So I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly why. And when I'm thinking of, you know, the the bigger my goals have gotten, the more I've had to optimize like how I'm sleeping and what I'm eating. Yes. And I've had to look at, you know, because you really are trading. It's kind of like, what are you trading in your dreams for? And it's kind of like, I realized, oh, I was trading in some of my dreams for like, you know, a glass or two of wine every night because my dreams are bigger. Like I can't necessarily do that all the time because I need that extra, I need that extra edge. I need that extra energy to be able to maintain and hold maybe, maybe some of the extra stress that comes with it. Maybe some of the extra like brain power that I need to have. Maybe some of the extra patience that it takes away from me when I've had that second glass of wine where I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going to be able to show up in the best way that I want to. And it's like, it's so interesting when it comes down to those little things that are actually huge things. Like when we think about what's blocking people, what do you typically see? Because everybody's listening to this after the new year, they all want to go to the next level. They all want to do the big thing, but they're burnt out after a week because something in their life is not supporting them, whether it's their brain or it's their food. What What's the first thing that you start with when somebody is like, I, you know, I'm already worn out. It's week two of the new year and I fell off the wagon of life. Yeah. Well, I think it does start with the simple idea of goals, but let me reframe it a little bit. Mm-hmm. We all want we, every single human listening to this, we all want exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. I bet everything you wrote down for New Year's was exactly the same. Humans only have four aspirations. Like once you get beyond, you know, sustenance or safety or even a sense of belonging, now everything comes down to, we all want four things. The first thing we all want is a sense of aliveness. 
Hmm. Those are being goals. I want to feel more alive, energized, joyous, healthy, like that sense of aliveness in our being and energetically. Mm -hmm. The second thing we all want is more connection. Mm -hmm. Deeper relationships, more real relationships, but also connection with ourselves, like to know ourselves, connection with God or connection with the moment, connection with our spouse or our children. It's like an overarching, like any relationship goal you've ever had or spiritual goal you've ever had was about connection. Mm -hmm. Third thing we all want is meaningful pursuits. Meaningful, I, I want to do something. I want to pursue something I care about. And this is really important for successful people listening because if you've lost your edge or your drive or your ambition, it's because maybe you're doing something that's meaningful, but it's not a pursuit, like something you have to mm -hmm. chase, like something that's hard. Because a lot of people, as you and I both know, they have a meaningful life, but they don't feel happy mm -hmm. because there has to be a pursuit there, right? A challenge. Yep. Totally. And, and then in the middle of all this, because I, I always dry, draw as a triangle, aliveness, connection, meaningful pursuits. In the middle is growth. Mm. We want to grow. We want to sense that we're getting better. That's where we want competency or mastery or that expanded feeling of taking on a challenge and having the pride of doing something. Mm -hmm. And so I know that we all want that. So where would I start? I'm like, well, which of those do you need to work on? Mm. Which of those, and it might be all of them, but which of those might you want to work on and choose one or two, three things that you want there? So once I understand that, now it comes down to three things that kind of go around all that. And this is perfect timing of the year to talk about this. The first thing that goes around all that is ambition. Mm. Most people's ambition is set towards their past and their current circumstances and competencies. Mm. Mm -hmm. Meaning mm -hmm. they're living a caged ambition. They don't realize it, but their ambition is anchored to old situations to current circumstances, or to what they're currently capable of. Yes. Yes. A proper healthy ambition is, what would I like for the future? Mm -hmm. And it's okay that I don't know how to do that. Mm. What would I like for the future? It's okay that I've never done that before. What would I like for the future? For me and my family. It's okay. I'm not like other people who've done that yet. A healthy ambition is freed from that, where you can say, this is what I dream of. This is what I like. And now I'm going to go build myself up or build up my character, my skills, my knowledge, my capabilities, my relationships, my network mm -hmm. in order to actually move towards that. And that's how I, I'm like, I just want to know where their ambition is. And if I hear them talk about it and I hear that they're stuck in the past or something going on in their life today, we got to unblock that mm. and allow this person to understand the value and the freedom that comes with real future-oriented goals. Mm, mm -hmm. Unattached to, do you know how? Of course you don't know how. That's the job, is to go learn how. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I'm not like her. I can't have that thing in the future. I'm like, you don't need to be like her. You need to understand what competencies or knowledge or skills or, or strategies that she follow. And you just have to start following those. Mm -hmm. And well, that's too far out in the future. It's going to take a while. Well, yeah, you're going to live a while. Expand your timeline from what's on to... Netflix tonight mm -hmm. and look out to a season or two out front. Mm -hmm. And so I want to unlock their ambition from past or current circumstances. Mm -hmm. 
And then when I understand their mission, now I'm going to go, okay, can we have just look at your competency? Hmm. Like, what are you good at? Hmm. What comes natural to you? What are the things you're trying to develop? I tell everybody at Lori, I'm like, let me look at your calendar. If I look at your next couple of weeks or your next couple of months, and I can't identify a skill that you're trying to develop in your calendar, then that means you're winging it through life. Mm. If you're winging it through life, it takes so much longer to develop any great success or mastery. Let's just get, as you probably teach, let's get you on a program. Because mm-hmm. having a plan is way more important than winging it. You'll save so much time. So go buy, invest, or learn in a plan or a program that will help you get faster, especially this time of year that's relevant. Because people set a lot of goals and they're going to, I guess I'll wing it. I'll wait till it happens. It's like Mm. not going to happen like that. And then last piece. So if you have ambition and the freedom around that, you have competency and the willingness Mm. to develop that, then a huge part about that is, do you have a coach or community Mm -hmm. that will help you stay connected and inspired? Mm-hmm. That will help you through the bad days. That will give you examples of other people. That will allow someone to call you and check in on you once a week. That really has the people around you, the peer set, that mm-hmm. kind of elevates you, not because you're trying to measure up to them, but just because you're like in awe of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I have people in my peer groups, I'm, I'm like, wow, they're amazing. I'm not like that. I just love being around amazing people. When I'm around amazing people, it makes me want to do amazing things. Not to compete, not to compare, but just because it's like, wow, they unleash something in them. I want to unleash something in me. And it's inspiring. And I, I, I know that's a big framework, but that's how I would think through helping somebody this time of year. The community portion is really interesting because I feel like community is one of the easiest ways to transform without... <laughs> Even having to think about it sometimes because it's like by osmosis. Like you literally cannot help yourself from becoming either better or worse, depending upon who you are around. Yes. And so for me, just the realization, you know, I, I talk about community all the time, but it's like every single year of my life, I realize how important that is because you really do no matter what you insert yourself into you're going to become it so for somebody who is not have the community yet right like they they've got the goals they're kind of a solopreneur they have one or two people i want them to see just how much community you have in your life and what that actually looks like to be who you are and maintain what you're doing and i know that it takes so much time but i want i want people to understand how important that is to build, continue to build that community around you with people who bring you up. Yeah. Well, listen, I I shared with everyone earlier, I'm from Montana. So Mm -hmm. my community began with a horse. (laughs) (laughs) So like I literally, I moved to San Francisco from Montana in my twenties. I didn't know a single person well there. And when I started this career as a writer and as a coach, I didn't know anyone else who did that. Mm. Mm. So I think this idea that you have to know all these people at the beginning to start, I'm like, no, you, what you need just like in life is, you know, every year try to add one new friend. Mm-hmm. That's all. One new good or great friend every year. Well, I say do that in general. Mm-hmm. But also because that one new great friend, they probably also have two other awesome friends. And now mm-hmm. you actually have three each year. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's true for friendship and your life, well, that's true for your career or the thing you're trying to do with your goals. 
you go, can I find somebody who's doing this? Somebody, especially if they're a little bit further ahead of me, can I, you know, message them, DM them, ask them questions? Do they have a course, a program, a membership? Do they do events? Have they written a book? Can I learn from them, connect with them, add value to them in some way? Mm-hmm. And that might mean just somebody locally for you. I tell people all around the world, if you don't have an amazing peer group and you want to get around the most successful people in your entire community and town, would you love to do that? If I could show you how to do that free. Everyone goes, yeah, mm-hmm. oh my God. I go, volunteer. Mm. You want to meet the most successful people in your hometown? Volunteer. That's where they're at. I don't know where they're at. I'm like, they're volunteering. Because successful people have a servant's heart, servant leadership. They care about giving back. Mm. So go volunteer at the soup kitchen. Go volunteer at the playground. Go volunteer at the schools. Go volunteer at the churches. And you'll meet other people. And they're so ambitious and helpful. And who will help you more Mm. than a volunteer? (laughs) And so go talk to volunteers, volunteer with volunteer and go, hey, volunteers, I'm trying to do this. Do you know anyone? They're like, oh, yes, this person, that person. And so I built my network when I moved to San Francisco. Yeah. By volunteering, there was an organization it's called Kiwanis. And you know, people know like Kiwanis or Rotary Club or Lions mm-hmm. Club all around the world. Those types of service-based clubs. I joined one. And I met tons of people there. And I just asked them, do you know anyone like this? I'm trying to do this. I'm like, oh, here you go, kid. And they mm-hmm. kind of point me in the right direction. And I yeah. pick up one little friend or two little friends and then three little friends. And, and then as I got better, I said, well, who's a little further than me? And I tried to add value to them or promote them. Mm-hmm. And then say, hey, thanks for promoting me, kid. I'm like, yeah, hey, can I ask you a question? Or I'd find out they had a group. I joined their group. Or I found out they were doing something where I could go learn. I'd go learn. And so I think staying in learning mode, volunteer mode, adding value mm-hmm. to other people mode, you can't help but attract people. Mm-hmm. When yeah. that's sincere and authentic over a period of time, you look up one day and you're like, wow, I'm surrounded by awesome people. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have an incredible app. And I want to talk all about that because it really is, it, it is a spot where I feel like you've worked with so many people. You've done this for yourself. You've done this for other people. And when I look at the app, I'm like, this has everything all in one spot. But before we talk about it, I want to ask you, when you work with high performers, is it the same conversation? Are we like dealing with the same exact thing when they're trying to break through to something new? What does that look like when you first walk in with a high performer and they're like, look, I want to do this or go to the next level, but I feel like I can't or like, what is that conversation? Yeah, I think it's every coaching conversation with high performers as a matter of Oprah, two US presidents, like 15 wow. Olympic teams, like I've coached everybody or had interactions like that at level with people. It's always the same. Mm. Clarity. It's always clarity. It's getting them clear about mm. who they really are. Mm what they really want at this stage of their life. Because maybe it's different. They had a child or their children flew the nest or yeah. they're at this stage of the career in the company or the company in, now at this point. It's always clarity. Mm. So it's who are you? What do you really desire at this stage? What might be tripping you up on that? Mm. Holding you back, causing concern. What do you really want to contribute? What really brings you joy confidence, Mm. energy, fulfillment. Let's just get clear on that. So that's why I love this time of year. People are getting clear about that. People people are so energized at the beginning of the year because they're getting clear again. When you Mm. have clarity, you have energy. Yes. And so let's just get a little clarity. It always Mm. starts with clarity. Then the second move is usually not like they need to know what to do. The second move is usually the confidence and the courage to go. 
Mm. And that's where the unblocking or the unleashing happens, where it's like, okay, let's find that reason for you, that energy, that excitement for while you actually go do this. Mm. Another third thing is what we call competing interests. Mm-hmm. It means <laughs> they probably want five things. Yeah. And they're all competing for the time and energy and effort. And we just have to get good at, we don't have to get rid of them per se. Let's just get good at prioritization of our competing interests mm-hmm. and make sure that prioritization shows up on the calendar, mm-hmm. which I know sounds so tactical, but for example, yes, you want to be a good mom and you want to be a great entrepreneur and you have this passionate hobby over here. All of those are okay, but they are competing for your time and an energy and effort. Yeah. So let's just organize them a little bit, get them in their blocks on the calendar so that each of them can win, but they're not equally all holding you back. Mm -hmm. And then just that regular, consistent conversation about performance. Mm. I know it sounds so silly, but if you're not talking about how you're showing up or what you're getting done or how you're moving your life forward with somebody who knows how to like energize you there. What's happening is you're going home and you're venting about the day to your spouse and you're hoping they can help you. And your spouse is like, ah, wait. I had my own day. (laughs) I have my own competing interests. You're freaking (laughs) me out. You're freaking me out. And that's what we do. Or or worse, we go to our family and we're telling them all these things we're working on. And they're like, yeah, well, I know you. (laughs) You're never going to do any of those. You're never going to finish those. And you get around people who start diminishing you versus empowering you. This is why coaching and community, again, become so important. Mm-hmm. Well, what I love about this is we've gone through so many of the fears. We've gone through so many of the things that we all deal with. It Literally, I don't care who I'm talking to. It, it's always the same conversation, Brendan. But I love that you've created a spot for people to have something to track progress, to get clear, to write down goals and have community all in one spot. Like when you were first telling me about it, I literally was like, I need this in my life right now because I am not a linear person. I am like, if I have a journal and I'm traveling around, I might leave it somewhere and I'm like, dang it. (laughs) Like I, I literally just like got out of the groove and you have it all in one spot. So first of all, this was an interesting project for you because, you know, it's not like you, I don't know how you are in the level of tech, but this was probably a big, scary, audacious goal that you took on creating this app but it meant so much to you to have a place that someone can go to have everything all in one spot. So I want to know just a little bit about why you created this and then tell us about it. Yeah, well, it's called Growth Day. And Growth Day is basically your home for personal development. We all want to achieve more and be more and feel more and love more and grow more. But where do we go for that? Mm-hmm. I realized in my own journey, like, okay, yeah, I have my journals over here. And I also track these habits over here. And I also set my goals over here. And oh, I learned from these inspiring teachers over here. Oh, and I have some courses from some guys I bought over here. Mm. And oh, yeah, I connect with the community once in a while when I go to a conference. All over the place. And I thought, what if we just put that all in one system? So to your point, I took on the biggest tech effort of my life and said, Tell you what, we're going to build a system for personal growth and success that the world will use and know that that's where you go to do personal growth. That's it. That's where you go. Because we're going to build the world's best mindset journal. 
And most people don't journal because they hate facing a blank page. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to write about or they forget to journal. Okay, our technology is going to prompt them, give them research back, writing exercises, affirmations or journal entries about gratitude or life or mindset to write about. And all they have to do is open it. It will prompt them. Say, hey, write about this today. Or if it's the weekend or the end of the month, they can press a button and get a whole list of questions to reflect on Mm. their week or their month that will increase their Mm self-awareness. Then we built all this tech for habit tracking. You know, the biggest research study of all time we did called High Performance Habits and this huge institute study about the habits that lead us to long-term success. We built all these assessments that you can take daily or weekly or monthly Mm to stay on track. We built a goal planner in there. We put in challenges from, from, you know, myself, some NFL players, Mel Robbins, high five challenge, my clarity challenge. Those are all in there. Every week we go live with a motivational teacher or major life coach, people who charge 50,000 or a hundred thousand dollars for one hour. Mm. They're in growth day every week. That's awesome. We have a different teacher every week, including Lori Harder. Teaching. I love it. Once a month in growth day. So we just said, let's bring the best people together to teach and keep people motivated. So we're live every single week with like incredibly famous teachers. And then we collected a group of courses. I would say the best personal growth courses out there. And we built a community feature where instead of being on Facebook or some other weird group, this is like your private place to actually share and engage with achievers from around the world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, We're blessed. You know, we got 300,000 achievers in there now who really understand that you need a system for success. You can't just kind of wing it. Mm -hmm. If you want to grow, you need something and somebody prompting you along the way to stay on track. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, it's hard to stay inspired on the daily basis. So every day I leave an exclusive life coaching audio in the app every day. Mm. Like 365 days of this level of annoyance and energy. (laughs) (laughs) Every day, it's a new one. It disappears at midnight every day. It's gone. Wow. Gone. So it's like our way of getting people in there. So most people, they go in there, they start their morning, they listen to that. It's five, 10 minutes to just fire to get them going for the day. Mm. And they love it. And they can, of course, take notes across all these things. It saves all their notes. But you'll see it has all these features and tools. It just makes personal development kind of fun, but also sticky. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people get hyped for self-help, but it doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. You need an app or a system to help it stick. And that's why we made Growth Day. Mm, I love it so much. And I, I feel like there's options for just short, quick things that you can do. And I think that's the thing that also makes me feel accomplished. Just like, oh, I can go yeah. in there and like get my hit and and get motivated and know that I'm also kind of like, I can look over my goals or whatever that looks like. It's so cool. I love it. I know you're like, you should be so proud of it. I know that you are. I feel so blessed to be a part of this community. Like you, you literally have no idea. You guys, you've been hearing me talk about it on this podcast. Like this has been such a blessing, Brendan, to be a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network, like beyond, honestly, one of the biggest blessings of my life. Because when you put so much, and this is talking about for people to even like go in join the growth day community because when you put so much time into your own thing and whoever's listening is like they're out there in the world and they're trying to figure it out and they're doing their own thing it is so much better with people 
life can be so rich and so fun. And the lessons that we learn don't have to be painful for long if we have community. And I just feel like, you know, being a part of this podcast network has been such a blessing with such incredible people. And to feel like I'm not a solo podcaster anymore, even though I'm not sitting podcasting with you guys all the time, it does feel more like a group and like we're doing something all together. And I think that's what the app will offer everybody listening. Go get in the atmosphere of Brendan. I'm being so serious. You were one of the first people whose atmosphere I got into and my life changed. And I think that when you find those people who bring your energy up, get in their atmosphere, get in their communities because their community is also so similar to them. And I can tell you from being in your community, I was like, I... Am I a great speaker? Because these people are making me feel like I'm incredible. Like, who are these humans? Like the community is, <laughs> they just give back so much energy. It's awesome. So you guys go check that out. It's all in the show notes. Brendan, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else that you want to leave with people? Yeah, I just want to reflect what you said, that you are a great speaker. Mm. And you're like, oh, people are making me feel like I'm a great speaker. I'm like, you're amazing. You're an amazing teacher. Receiving. You're an incredible influencer. You're an mm. incredible woman. You're an incredible leader. Mm. So I feel right back. I, I'm so mm. I'm so blessed to have you part of Growth Day. Like our community is pumped. All of our other teachers mm. are like, what? Lori's coming on. They're like so hyped. Oh. And and I know because you are, and like so many of us, we are. We work from home or, you know, we're mm. a solopreneur or we're trying to build our business. We're so busy with team that we forget that there's this whole other, you know, aspect of our career or our network of people out there who are like, Hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, you're awesome. Mm -hmm. And you get that feedback a little bit and it's really empowering. Everyone mm -hmm. needs that. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs that in their career somewhere. We see that in growth day. We have these growth groups. People mm -hmm. can start a group and growth day, like, like actually a live class, like a Zoom or a clubhouse. And they can do it in growth day and have personal so development cool. conversations. And we hear all the time people saying, I found my crew. Mm -hmm. I found my tribe. I found the people who are like, I resonate with. And they didn't even know because if you're the most successful person in, in your life, and sometimes maybe you're not around other people who are appreciating your hard work, or maybe you're not around other people who are also like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going through this too. I also hired some people. Or, oh, yeah, hey, I'm dealing with the same thing, you know, trying to be my best for my community. And when you get around hundreds of thousands of people who have that mentality of like, hey, I'm going through this too. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to improve. Get around people who want to grow their life. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened with Growth Day. Denise and I were walking. We were in, um, we were on an island, literally at the time. <laughs> and we were walking and having this conversation. We're talking about the time. This was during the pandemic. We were talking about why is this people feeling, you know, so not good? Mm. Well, obviously, the, the aliveness and the connection, the meaningful pursuits got halted for a little bit of time. Yeah. But I said, well, also what's happening right now is people aren't feeling that progress. Mm. they're not having those days where they did something and they felt good about it. Those growth days, you know, those days of growth. When you have mm. a day of growth, you feel so good. And it came out, I was like, oh, growth days. Oh, the world, if you want to improve your life, you want to be happier, you need more days of growth, more oh. growth days. That's where that came from, growth day. Mm. And so I just want to encourage everyone listening, no matter how you've been feeling over these last couple of years, I just want to let you know, there's a literally a worldwide community of people who are trying to grow their lives. And so if the people around you aren't like that, come join us at Growth Day because you can feel more connected and joyful because there are people like you who just want a better life mm -hmm. and they talk differently. They're more vulnerable. They share more. 
They share their lessons more. They share their success more. They share their strategies more. They're excited when you get progress instead of jealous. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just different. When you're around real strivers, real achievers, people growing their lives, it's a different energy in life. And I want you to, I want you to have that. So when you go to growthday.com, you have a free trial. Go check it out for 14 days. You're like, holy cow, this is Mm -hmm. amazing. And I want people to experience that because when you see and you hear these messages of encouragement and empowerment, it changes your days. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you guys definitely go check it out. I think one of the coolest things, and I share on this podcast a lot, one of the ways that I like got out into the world was doing a Facebook live every single day. And I think this is such a way, way cooler <laughs> challenge is to go join Growth Day and start your own community, like do your own live cast, like your own growth groups. Yeah. Like your own growth group. That literally would be the fastest way I feel like to get out there, to get over fear, to accelerate your growth and be in a community that supports you. Like I want to start my own little challenge within there to do that. That is so amazing. And go in there, Brendan, obviously you can get a dose of this every day, every single day. You (laughs) can get some motivation and excitement in your life. And you get to join this amazing community. So go and check it out. I'm absolutely loving it. I get to teach in there once a month, which has just been such an amazing experience. So much fun to be in that community. And you guys, the biggest gift you can give to Brendan is number one, go check that out. Number two, give him a shout out on Instagram and let him know what your biggest takeaway from this podcast was. It's so nice to hear who's listening and see who's listening and hear what the takeaway was so that we can connect with you guys. So until next time, earn your happy. Bye-bye everyone. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so 
you can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14 day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.